Hello historians with the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program, I'm Joe Vega, your host, and on this week's episode we have Bill and Jean Heltimus, who were so very kind enough to come on the show and talk to us about Gainesville's very own St. Patrick's Catholic Church. Shall we get started? Alright then, um, can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, personal life, profession, family, and I mean, how you guys are affiliated with St. Patrick's Church? Okay. You want to start? Uh, you, you want to start? I guess, I guess so. <laughs> okay. You want to start? Um, well, I'm, we're, we're, we're from Minnesota. Okay. We came here uh, to St. Pat's in... 83. 83. Uh, I am a 4-H agent uh, in extension from at the University of Florida. That's why I moved here. Uh, I... Let's see, we have a family of five. Uh, three kids. Three kids, yeah. Uh, all uh, moved away from home. Um, we chose St. Patrick Parish after uh, visiting several others in Gainesville, uh, mainly because it was a, 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 a small parish and uh, uh, actually it was a we, we were members of a St. Patrick's Parish in uh, <clears throat> Minnesota and decided uh, this, is, this sounded like a similar parish to, the, to, to the, where we were from. Gene? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, our old parish in Minnesota was a country parish, so that meant there was about 20 families. Okay. It was, you know, built like 100 years before for the farming communities. And so it was just the small little group so Bill actually moved to Gainesville before the kids and I came and he went to what there were three other Catholic churches in town and went to all of them and so when the children and I arrived he had already chosen and he chose very well Wow I mean yeah, that's beautiful to hear um, can you guys tell us a little bit about St. Patrick's Church I mean the environment the people anything really that stands out from the church uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, St. Patrick's, um, when we first came here, St. Patrick's was very friendly, uh, quiet, uh, uh, very personable. Uh, the, the people are very personable. You got acquainted very easily. They were very welcoming. That was the, that was really the environment. Uh, a welcoming parish and it, it's uh, pretty much stayed that way the people were um, were friendly uh, you felt you felt at home uh, it was a welcoming environment and it's it's pretty much stayed that way throughout the years uh, you felt like you you were a member of a family and uh, at least that's the way I that I felt and I think that's the way the kids felt Gene that uh, you can talk for yourself. You say that? <laughs> um, yeah, I, but one of the things I like, we came in the middle of the school year, so our kids actually went to public school the first, finished that year, and then the next year our two youngest went to St. Patrick's School. And we found that was an excellent environment for them, especially coming to a big city from a smaller community. So 
that was one of the reasons yeah. he stayed with St. Pat's too. Was very good for the kids. That's wonderful. I mean, I love hearing community and family and church all in the same sentence. It's beautiful. Um, can we talk a little bit about just um, being a Catholic? Um, what does it mean to you guys personally? Um, well, I grew up a Catholic. Mm -hmm. uh, um, therefore, I guess I was accepting of it since I, you know, was a, was a Catholic always. Uh, <clears throat> but what it means to me personally is uh, uh, pers personally being a Catholic means to be outgoing in terms of myself and accepting others and reaching out to people in need and <clears throat> uh, helping people with where they're at and offering uh, myself to them uh, with where they're at and <clears throat> it was it, it was always a major challenge for me because I was <clears throat> working in a job where I had to maintain uh, neutrality uh, you know government work you know you had to put your religion aside you couldn't espouse any beliefs or anything like that you had to, you had to, anything you did, you had to do by example. And that was a challenge to me, but something that uh, I realized was something I had, I believed in, so that's what I did as best I could. And uh, it, it, it was something I just did. Uh, you? Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same thing. I was uh, born and raised Catholic. Um, it was in a very small town, which was not... Catholics were a definite minority. Uh, so coming here, uh, the Catholics, I think, are still a minority, but there's so many more people. It was, it was nice to have people to talk to and express yourself to. Well, growing up for me, and at least I had the advantage when I <clears throat> when I started out, I was, I guess, I was going to be a priest. That's right. <laughs> um, and I went went to high school to a Catholic school, <coughs> and and studied uh, to be a priest until I met you. Well, then I changed. <laughs> I changed my life, but I kept those principles, and I, that they made a big difference even throughout. And uh, when we moved here to, to uh, Florida, the, the where I grew up in Minnesota was a Catholic community, and so uh, what I knew was Catholic, uh, Catholic childhood, and. and um, uh, through the through 30 years when I moved to Florida it was the reverse and uh, wasn't a Catholic community so it changed changed my perspective on things and how I had to reach people and changed my philosophy of things and how I interacted with people um, 
So that that had a great great um, a great impact on me and how I approach people and uh, really and how, how our family grew and how I did that. That's an incredible story about being a Catholic. Thank you for sharing. Um, I want to change the subject. I want to talk about our lovely city, Gainesville, and how it's changed throughout the years. Um, how has St. Patrick's Church responded to these changes that Gainesville has gone through, you know, throughout the years? I think, yeah, when we first moved here, we were involved in a lot of different ministries. And probably about the less over 10 years ago, things started slowing down a little. And I think we slowed down a little too, we retired. And and then about five years ago, uh, probably when they started having the change in pastures, um, there was more to do. Since that time, we have, well, we just finished the Alpha program this last year. The year before that, we took a program at church studying the mass and there were a couple other things that we started and now well right now we're not ushering but we had been eucharistic ministers kind of got tired of that so we stopped really doing anything and then all of a sudden with more energy we became ushers and right now we can't because of the pandemic but uh-huh. the ushers were ushers every week so it was like it was meeting the same people but meeting them again mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and now we go to mass a couple times a week and okay. it's just it, it's uh, it's a good especially during the pandemic a good way to connect with people i completely understand i mean the pandemic has definitely put a halt on on many things and it's a shame to see that activity at the church has been affected because of it right but it's understanding um you guys mentioned being ushers, um, studying the mass. So I want to take advantage and really dive deeper into into the church, right? Um, can you tell me a little bit about the worship, the mass at St. Patrick's Church, and how it's changed over the years, or has it just remained the same? Though <clears throat> when, when we arrived <coughs> for about 15, 20 years, there was, we were involved in a lot of things that. <coughs> The worship and worship things and uh, stewardship and the stewardship uh, committee and things like that that we were involved in and gave leadership to oh, uh, Saint Vincent de Paul because Saint, Saint, yeah. Saint Vincent de Paul uh, things like that that um, that were fun mm-hmm. and. Uh, caused us to be involved as well and got us involved in getting other people involved uh, and really uh, we were in, we were getting people involved as as we got involved you know people we got involved because people asked us and and asked us to be involved and then in turn we we performed performed that role <laughs> so uh, we took on the leadership role and got involved that way. And then as we got, uh, I guess, aged out, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, in some respects, other people took on that role. And now it's, it's, um, and then we, we came 
we kind of stepped out of it. Well, some in some ways we had to step out of it, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's kind of cycled mm-hmm. in our in, in our in our life. But uh, I think that the, the parish is picking up and is is the father has a lot of energy right now and it's gotten us going again mm-hmm. and I think it's gotten us going on the right track um, because he's he's kind of forced us to look at things in a different way than we've looked at it before and it's gotten a, a, a new life I, I think is what it's it's going to be and it's what it's, it's turning to and I'm, I'm kind of excited about that Yes, of course. Um, my last question and our final topic: um, What hopes do you have for the future of St. Patrick's Church? Uh, and again, it continues to grow, and it continues to be a vibrant part of the Gainesville community. Mm-hmm. That more people come mm-hmm. and experience, particularly the. The uh, the Eucharist and the the, the the actually the daily masses. Hmm. Yep, that sounds right. Because it has more to offer than just it's mm-hmm. and, and so that it fits continues to fit into the changing East Side because East Side is changing quite a bit. It's a good opportunity. And it will continue to blossom. Oh my God! Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, we had a great time. Um, we discussed a lot, and that's all the time we have, um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Heltemans. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you.